You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. This is the Grit and Barrett Podcast, a podcast devoted to the 11-time Carter Cup champion, the Hershey Bears. We talk Hershey Bears, the American Hockey League, and all the hockey news that matters to me. This is high energy, unfiltered, and at times unfocused hockey talk from a hack. And now, on with the show. Hello and welcome to the Grit and Barrett podcast, everyone. It's another edition of the Friday Face-Off, and we've made it to the, the tenth one of these we've done through the year. I mean, it only took uh, till about the midway point of the season to do this, but hey, life gets in the way and all that. Hi, my name's Richard Blosser. Welcome to the Friday Face-Off, the second show of the week we do during the regular season which we'll catch up on some bear stuff and get you ready uh, for this weekend's action in the American Hockey League. A quick programming note to everyone. Uh, there will not be a Friday face-off next week, as I will mean the boys will be traveling uh, for NHL cities in four days, possibly a fifth American Hockey League game thrown in there. Let's just say we're making up for lost time because of the great virus, so there won't be a show next uh, next Friday, um, next Monday, kind of got a little something special I'm shooting for. Um, so we'll, uh, we'll see about that when the time comes, but let's get into it for the news for the week, because we actually have stuff to talk about here on a Friday. First up, all-star rosters have been announced. Q the obligatory, uh, all-Star by Smash Mouth, which is a joke that's been going on for about 25 years. Years now. Somebody! No, no, no. It's been done to death. So, so let's just keep this going. That The, uh, the Bears are actually sending two to the, uh, to the All-Star Classic out there in Eastern Canada. And those two are Mike Vecchione... Well deserved, well done, and Ethan Frank, our precious baby boy, one of them, is being sent to Eastern Canada to represent the Bears in the All-Star Classic. Now, just so everybody knows, um, everybody um, in every team in the American Hockey League sends one. It's like all the stupid All-Star rules. Everybody gets one, but... If your team is good enough, you might send two. Well, what's the qualifications to send two? Uh, you have really good stats and you've played well? Do you have to be a first place team to get two? No. But here, the the Bears, like I said, here... Oh, God, I'm getting ahead of myself. Brain, mouth, work. The Bears are sending two with Vecchioni and Frank. Here is who being, else is being sent in the... Uh, in the Atlantic Division. From Bridgeport, Samuel Bullduke is going. From Charlotte, only sending one, Riley Nash. Big surprise. From Hartford, Will Chulel. Uh, Hershey sent two, Frank and Vecchione. 
The Phantoms are sending two. Tyson Forster and Cam York. I don't get it either. Uh, let's see here. Two from Providence. Brandon Bussey. Very well deserved. Very well deserved. And Vinny Letary. Okay. He's going. Matthew Highmore and Joel Hoffer are going from Springfield and from Wilkes-Barre. Any guesses from the class? You, in the back. Alex Nylander? <laughs> nice idea, but no. No. All right, you. Dustin Tokarski? We've already got two goalies, and he's in the NHL. Uh, Xavier Olette. Xavier Olette is going with Wilkes-Barre. Thank you, all of you, for playing. We have a box of rice for you on the way out. So, yeah, that's your Atlantic Division All-Stars. It's a three-on-three um, competition like the NHL does, and we're finally going to get it out there in Place de Belle in Laval, Quebec, Canada. My sincerest apologies for botching that, though it won't really be understood that well because I don't speak French. So, Todd Nelson is also going. He will be representing the Bears because the best uh, teams in the division, their coaches by the unofficial halfway point tend to go. The NHL does this as well. That's why the Vegas Golden Knights head coach has gone four out of the past six seasons. No, seriously, they have. Only two years, they, they, they haven't done it. One was COVID, and there was a, and, uh, um, there was another one. I forget what it is, but yeah. But yeah. So, congratulations to those three that are going to represent the boys in the All-Star Star game. The Bears have always been well represented, no matter where or when the All-Star Classic Festival game, whatever you want to call it, happens. Just some advice, boys. Make sure make sure you pack layers when you're going up there to Canada. If only if only we would have sent send more boys next year when they actually get to go to California. I I I was surprised they went to Laval, but perhaps a year after that they might be going to Coachella Valley. We shall see. Are the Bears ever going to get one? Uh, we haven't had an All Star game since 2011, and that was kind of our um. That that was an HL 75th anniversary, and with us um, being one of the older teams, it's it, it it's a rarity that that the Bears get it. I mean, we've we've hosted the most at four. We're tied with Providence, but the HL love to spread the taffy around and go to different teams and venues. They don't like to repeat the same teams very often. They actually go to really weird locations and do weird things too. I mean, St. John's got it two out of four years. Um, but they went to that. They went to there quickly before St. John's moved to Manitoba. Um, they've got. They actually held it at Boardwalk Hall there in Atlantic City. Yeah, that went really great. He says with the sarcasm hat. But I kid. The All Star Game and Festival is always is a good time for all those that go. Can't wait to see the jerseys and see what they're going to roll out this year. And I wouldn't. Wouldn't mind when AHL Authentics puts this up. Maybe taking a look at an Ethan Frank All-Star Classic used jersey. Just saying. All right. Also this past week, coming up, uh, some news was announced. That, of course, Chris Bork, Jersey Retirement Night is tomorrow night. And that uh, at Wednesday's game, it was announced that uh, Chris Bork is actually going to be having um, autograph signings at Friday night's game. Lovely. 
he says. So um, all of you who actually go to Friday, please go to Friday's game. <laughs> I, I say that. I say that jokingly. Um, we'll be able to get autographs for him. Uh, the mini uh, banner has been um, shown on social media. It's just the same as the other banners we have. Um, that will be put up there on on Saturday. Once again, a reminder for all the Bears fans that are listening to this, doors open at 445 on Saturday. 445, doors open, ceremony starts an hour later at 545. Be in your seats and be ready to go. So speaking of ready to go, we actually had some hockey on Wednesday night. As the Bears welcome the the what am I saying, Leah? Welcome the Wilkesbury Scranton Baby Penguins to town for a Friday, Wednesday night matchup. Got them all over the place today. For a Wednesday night matchup uh, against the Bears. And 10th time the two teams are playing each other this season. Are you sick of seeing these guys yet? Too bad. We still got two more against these two, but it'll be a little bit more spread out. Of course, the Bears get Joe Snively back in the lineup lineup as well. The Bears getting healthy. Garrett Pilon back in as well. Uh, but you can tell the Bears, I, I, I hate to tell everyone this, um, we're actually on a bit of a losing streak as of lately. Uh, we've lost um, a couple of games at home during this this homestand. Um, haven't had a lot of road games. And we've had new talent being infused in as well. So the chemistry is a little off and this tends to happen. But... Um, you know, let's take it to Wilkesbury. Let's get a game against these guys and get them going. They don't have Dustin Tokarski anymore. They don't. He's been carrying them. He's been carrying this team. So, Bears, Pens on a Wednesday night. I'm stuck at work all by my lonesome, needing this hockey game to get me going. And uh, the entire and the first period we're underway, and um, it's a bit of a slog between these two teams in the first period. I mean, both teams doing kind of what they've normally done, the defensive zone uh, play. Um, Yeah, it's like these two teams really know each other and have played each other a lot this season. Not a lot of mistakes, some chances on both sides, but after the first period, there was nothing. Nothing on the board between both of them. And our goal... Oh, our goaltenders tonight? Hunter Shepard and... Tyler Gautier. Tyler. Tyler Gautier. Okay. And it just... There was nothing in the first. There there really wasn't. So we get on in into the second period. And, you know, you're kind of waiting for a team to break through between the, the, these two teams. Because Wilkes-Barre, they're, I don't want to say they're a real counterattack team. They're really opportunistic. Like, I don't see this team as being, like, really fast, but they'll capitalize uh, on, on mistakes. And speaking of, speaking of, the Bears, Bears give up a puck, back into the zone. Long shot by rebound, John Gruden, they score! John Gruden, Jonathan Gruden, the Kasperi captain trade bait, scores four minutes into the second, one nothing Wilkes-Barre. Okay, okay, he's okay, guys. We uh, 
We got this. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. Later on in, in the period, Wilkes-Barre pressing a little, little bit again. Long shot deflected in front. They score again. They score get 2 nothing. 2 nothing. Wilkes-Barre. I'm listening at work. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Okay. 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 It's 2 nothing. All right, guys. Let's get going. Let's get with the giddy up. Okay. Lucas Jablonensky gets his first American Hockey League goal. Jonathan Lazone with the six. Tyler Sakura with his six. And I can feel the rumblies from the Bears fan base. Not exactly the best night um, of attendance-wise at the Bears. I mean, sure, there's a Penguins contingency that, that traveled down. Both teams tend to do this. But, um, yeah, 6,000? <laughs> yeah, keep telling yourself that, darling. But to get the, this team, it's missing something as I'm watch as I'm watching this. We're only getting perimeter chances. We're not really forcing Tyler Gauthier to make saves. Dylan Mickelrath had a fight earlier in in the night. Um, who do you take on? Tucking on Jeremy Devane. It was a big beefy boy tilt matchup, and you're wasting a fight with him. You really are. Bears get a power play late in the second. And and the Pens are able to chuck it, flick it the whole way down. Connor McMichael is chase, being chased down by Jonathan Gruden, trying to press the pace a little, little bit. And McMichael plays it back. Hunter Shepard not able to get to it. Connor, what you doing? Stolen by Gruden. Throws it out in front to, to to who the hell is that? All alone, he scores. Shorthanded. Who's got the trailer? Connor, what are you doing? What are you doing? This is not what this is why you're not in DC. Connor, play the freaking puck! Play the puck! This team jumps on on defensive mistakes. That's what's gotten us. Most goals Wilkesbury has scored is because of our own mistakes. Oh my goodness. Jonathan Gordon, second point of the game, fifth assist of the season. Wilkes-Barre scores shorthanded, and it's 3-0 after 2. And here we go on the fan club page. We need to shoot the puck more. We need to run the damn ball. We got to pull the goalie. What? Well, if we pull the goalie, it'll spark the team. It'll get them going. Friend Brian says, and in the moment, and I know he's listening to this, yeah, I was really upset at it because, well, I was at work as well by myself. Didn't help. Um, and Brian's free to have his own opinion. He really is. I'm not going to come on here and rep him. He said, you know, we had talks about it after the game. But even if someone else were to say that, I'm saying to him the same thing I would have said to anybody else. Pulling the goalie at that point does nothing. Does nothing. What's happening tonight is not Hunter Shepard's fault. It's the team in front of him. And what I understand pulling the goalie, it worked up in Pittsburgh against Vancouver the other night, but that was three goals in the first eight minutes. Then you do that. The team bad that's playing in front of them, you need a coach or an Uncle Helmer to go in there and get those boys going. That's what you needed. And somebody said something because the Bears 
came out like, oh, we need to start playing hockey today. We need to start playing. I even had a few fans, you know, on the page comments saying, well, I'm out of here. I've seen enough. Ha! <laughs> Never comment stuff like that on face Facebook. Brian, brother, love you. Mean it. So, all right. So, we did... We The Bears come out in the third. Again, they must have realized, hey, we got to play now. Get a power... Get a power play. Vecchioni works it up high. Ethan Frank over to Scarbosa. He scores! Power play goal for the Bears. Mike Scarbosa, his 12th of the season. And Ethan Frank, his 12th assist. Vecchione, his 17th of the assist. That's why he's going to Quebec. And 3-1. All right. We get a goal to get ourselves back in it. At about four minutes in. Playing for pride now, aren't we, boys? Hunter Shepard made a couple big saves because the Bears are getting really aggressive in the third. Hmm. I'm glad we kept him in. I'm glad we didn't swap him out for Fukali. (sighs) Anyway. Anyway. Later on in the game, the Bears keep pressing and the time is running out. Tick, 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 tick. Bears work the puck in the zone. Vinny Iorio says, I'm doing this all myself. Deeks gets past the defense. Cuts in across. Backhand. They score! Vinny Iorio! What a move! What a maneuver! And the Bears, 3-2 with five minutes and change left. Vinny, his second of the season. Mason Morelli, 16th of the assist. Good to get him back on the scoreboard. And Garrett Pilon, his seventh assist. 3-2. 3-2. All right. Okay. We have a hockey game now, apparently, with five minutes left in the game and 9.30 at night. Just a reminder, boys, the game started at at 7. And the clock starts running down. Two minutes and change left to go. And Bears pull Hunter. Wilkesbury can't really get it. An icing call gets thrown. De- An icing tries to get thrown on the Bears, but like gets waved off or something. Okay. Penguins chuck the puck down with a minute and over a minute left to go. Throws it all the way down. Icing on Wilkesbury. Back down it comes. Down it comes. 35 second seconds left. Bears win the faceoff. Back up to back up to the point. Snively. Over to Nardella. Nardella. Over to Scarbosa. Fires. Scores! 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 Scarbosa! Yes! Yes! They did it! They did it! They tied it! The Bears have tied the game! Oh my goodness! Mike Scarbosa is second of the game! 13th of the season! We're tied! They did it! Yes! Yes! They did it! Oh my god! And we're going to overtime and we've nicked a point! How the hell did this happen? How the hell did this happen? Three goals in the third. Wilkesbury chokes away a three-goal lead. Look, mommy, I'm a Wilkesbury fan. <laughs> All right, let's go to overtime. We're going to overtime. All right, I'm at work. I'm opening up a trailer door. I'm feeling good. All right. Is Mike Scarbosa hack trick? <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Let's keep this going. Bears win the faceoff, and Wilkesbury kind of gets it kind of gets it back. Kajula crosses with Renke at the point. Gets guys all out of sorts, and... All out of sorts. Renke down low. Has Gruden across. Throws it over. Scarbosa's between him and does 
just waves his stick out over to Gruden, kneeling, scores. That's it. What? 26 seconds into overtime? 26? Wilkes-Barre wins. 4-3 the final. Ugh. Oh, God. Well, that was nice to have optimism for a frickin' second. Oh, God. Three stars of the game. Revenus Ennis with his first professional AHL goal. Mike Scarbosa with two goals. Jonathan Gruden, two goals and assist. Three points on the night. Gets the first star of the night. Well-deserved. Tyler Gauthier, 20 for 23. Hunter Shepard, 22 for 26. All right. Okay, so I've had some time to digest this. And honest, and I, what I'm going to say this here, we didn't deserve that point. The Bears played hard for 20 minutes and somehow got a point out of it. Somehow. I'm not sure if it was Wilkes-Barre choking it away or actually the Bears just decided to play some damn hockey. But this is a third loss out of the past four games at Giant Center in a pretty nice homestand, which is going to uh, end tomorrow night at the time of this uh, recording. So um, the Bears didn't deserve it. They really didn't. They didn't deserve the point. Oh, well, it's only January. What do you care, care about it? The, the Bears didn't play for 40 minutes. They didn't. They got pushed around by their rival. The fact that it's Wilkes-Barre makes it worse. If this was... Uh, help me out. Help me out here. Uh, oh, if this was the Marlies, I probably wouldn't have been upset. If this was Wilkes-Barre and it was a back and forth game and it was 1-1, one, 2-2, one, one, two, two, 3-3 and the Bears tie it late. I could swallow this loss a bit easier. But you were down three. You were getting pushed around. Chemistry and new players is one thing. Getting outworked is another. I get that this, this is not a high-scoring team. We're like 24th in the league in goals a game. But we're built with defensive and goaltending in mind. So we've made it work. But this team doesn't have the firepower, at least right now, to go down big. It, it, like three goals. Well, they, they, they rolled back tonight. True. But you're also one other win? You're one other win? Against Syracuse? You nearly choked that away too. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not happy with this. And... Um, that we got a point, a point that we honestly didn't deserve. Credit to Mike Scarbosa, two goals who put this team on his back. Hunter Shepard was not the problem. Defensive mistakes, credit to Wilkes-Barre who capitalized on the ones that we made. And these two teams know each other. Patrick Williams brought this up in his uh, Wednesday wrap-up article. Wilkes-Barre is 5-2-1-2 against Hershey this year including 3-1-0-1 in Hershey. Yeah, they got our number in this building. They've gotten points in four out of five games in Hershey, and they still got one more to go. 
So this is a Wilkes-Barre team that's not going to go down lightly, unfortunately. So it depends on your view, your POV. You want to be fine with one point? Go right ahead. But this showed some other problems this team has had. And I'd much rather be having these problems now (laughs) than in March. All right, enough about that. Going to take a short break and then time for the Friday face-off. Hey, Bears fans, the NFL playoff picture is locked in. And our go-to place for wild card round action is DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. To kick off the road to Super Bowl 57, new customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in free bets instantly. Plus, all new and exciting all new and existing, not exciting, existing customers can get a no sweat bet each day of the wild card round this weekend. Just place any NFL bet of your choice and if it loses, you'll get a free bet back up to $10. Action so good, why bet the playoffs anywhere else? I saw plenty of sportsbook action when I was out there in in Vegas and DraftKings is the one one to go to. Great action with with DraftKings Sportsbook this wildcard weekend, make sure to enjoy the NFL because it'll be gone before you know it. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use promo code THPN. New customers can bet $5 on the NFL and get 200 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code THPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. And now, it's the Friday Face-Off. This is the Friday Faceoff here on the Grit and Barrett Podcast, where we preview Hershey Bears hockey, go around the American Hockey League, and find any other tidbits of the hockey world that I find interesting. It's time to grab some chocolate, lace up those skates, and grab your hockey bag. Maybe we'll stop at a Tim Hortons along the way. This is the Friday Faceoff on the Grit and Barrett Podcast. Alrighty, everyone. Week 13 of the American Hockey League, everyone. It is January. We're getting into the meat and potatoes of the season. NFL's wrapping wrapping up. All-Stars right around the corner. And we're hitting the halfway point, everyone. Love, hug it, and cherish it because it'll be gone before you know it. You ready? Let's go. We start by going to Grand Rapids, Michigan, as the Iowa Wild travel to take on the Grand Rapids Griffins. Let's just see here. Stupid app. Come on. Hurry up. I got a show to do. Um, <laughs> uh, the two teams have split the season series this year, last playing back on the 11th. Sammy Walker leads the Iowa Wild with 29 points. And Taro Horse leads the Griffins with 31 points. 7 o'clock start there at Van Andrel Arena. We go to Giant Center for Friday night hockey at Giant Center as the Springfield Thunderboids travel down to take on the Hershey Bears. Still in the first place in the Atlantic, the Bears took the one and only matchup up there at the M&M Center back in November. Matthew Highmore leads... The Thunderboids, their all-star selection, and Mike Vecchione leads the Bears with 30 points. 7 o'clock start 
there in Chocolate Town. We go to Syracuse as Le Rocket de Laval travel to take on the Syracuse Crunch. Laval taking two out of three in the matchup this season, taking the last two games a combined score of 11-4. to Anthony Richard leads the Rocket with 32 points, and Darren Radish lead the Crunch with 38. 7 o'clock start there at Upstate Universe Medical University Arena. We go cross the border to Toronto as the Manitoba Moose travel to take on the Toronto Marlies. That's blue on blue crime. The Marlies took the one and only matchup this this season back last week, beating the Moose 3-2. Alex Limgus leads the Moose with 26 points, and Logan Shaw leads the Marlies with 37. 7 o'clock start there at Coca-Cola Coliseum. We go due north by northeast to Belleville, Ontario, Canada, as the Cleveland Monsters travel to take on the Belleville Senators. Last time these two teams faced was a high-scoring, no-defensive shootout between these two teams as Belleville took it 8-7 as Belleville leads the one and only game in this series. Justin Richards leads the Monsters with 22 points. Igor Shukolov leads the Senators with 35 points. 7.05 start there at the CAA Arena. We go to Allentown for a bit of a rematch from Wednesday night as the Bridgeport Islanders travel to take on the Lehigh Valley Phantoms. Lehigh's taken two out of three in the season series so far, playing just this past Wednesday there in Bridgeport. Chris Terry leads Bridgeport with 34 points, while Ali Lixell, fresh back from Philadelphia, leads the Phantoms with 22 points. 7.05-ish start there at the PPL Center. We go to Providence, Rhode Island, as the Utica Comets travel to take on the Providence Bruins. Uh, Providence taking two out of three in the season series so far. Graham Clark leads the Comets with 29 points. Vinny Letary, the all-star selection, leads the Bruins with 28. 7.05 start there at Amca Mutual Pavilion. We go to Colorado as the Rockford Icehogs travel to take on the Colorado Eagles. Hold on a second. There we go. First matchup of the season between these two teams. Brent Sini leads the Hogs with 38 points. And Jean-Luc Fudy leads the Eagles with 22 points. 7.05 start there at the Budweiser Event Center. We go to Azacor Arena in the Palm Desert as the Bakersfield Condors travel to take on the Pacific-leading Coachella Valley Firebirds. These two teams have played only once this season back on December 10th with the Condors taking in a 5-4 victory. Seth Griffith leads the Condors with 27. Andrew Poltolarinski leads the Firebirds with 35. Se- 7 o'clock start there at Azacor Arena. We stay out west and we go to the Silver Dollar Loan Arena as the Calgary Wranglers travel down to take on the Henderson Silver Knights. First matchup of the season between these two teams. Matthew Phillips leads the Wranglers with 40 points. Good on you, lad. And Byron Frazone leads the Silver Knights with 27. 
7 o'clock start. They're at Dollar Loan Center, Center, about an hour's drive from Las Vegas, Nevada. And lastly, on a Friday, we go to Pachanga Arena in San Diego as the Ontario Reign travel to take on the San Diego Gulls, a dead team playing if we have ever seen it. Ontario's taken two out of three matchups this season against the Gulls. TJ Titan leads the Reign with 34. Rocco Grimaldi leads the Gulls, poor bastard, with 35 points. 7 o'clock start. There at Pachanga Arena. All right. That does it for Friday. We go to Saturday. And we have a 4 o'clock matchup as we go to Mr. Bojangles Coliseum. As the suddenly red, um, suddenly hot Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins. Taking on the Charlotte Checkers. 4 o'clock start there at Mr. Bojangles Coliseum. Hmm. Earlier starts for the, uh, for the, uh, the Checkers as we hit the new year. Up next, we go from the south all the way to north of the border as the Cleveland Monsters travel due east to take on Le Rocket de Laval. Four o'clock... My bad. (laughs) I got ahead of myself. Uh, The Monsters have um, have been... Actually, I read that wrong. Both teams are pretty split on the season series so far. Both teams taking two and two. Four four o'clock start. There at Place de Belle. We go back to the Silver Dollar Loan Arena for the rematch between the Henderson Silver Knights and the Calgary Wranglers. Three o'clock start. That's a nooner. That's a nooner out there in in Nevada. Three o'clock start out there in Henderson, Nevada. We go to Rochester, New York. As the Toronto Marlies cross country lines to take on the Rochester Americans. That's right, it's Canada versus America. Rochester's taken three out of four in the season series so far. Last time these two teams played was back on New Year's Eve. Logan Shaw leads the Marlies, and Brandon Byro leads the Amer- Americans with 29 points. 605 start there at Blue Cross Arena. We go to Bridgeport, Connecticut as the Utica Comets continue their East Coast swing to take on the Bridgeport ugh, Islanders. The one and only matchup saw Utica take this that matchup 5-2 back on December 16th. Graham Clark leads the Comets and Chris Terry leads the Islanders with 34 points. 7 o'clock start there at Total Mortgage Arena. We go to Grand Rapids, Michigan, as the Chicago Wolves travel to take on the Grand Rapids Griffins. The teams have split the season series so far, with these two teams having a shootout back on December 22nd, as the Griffins took that 8-7. Matei Stromwall leads the Wolves with 24. Tyro Horse leads the Griffins with 31. 7 o'clock start. There at Van Andrel Arena. We go to Hartford, Connecticut for the first of three straight and five and seven overall between the Providence Bruins and the Hartford Wolfpack. Get ready. You two are going to see a lot of each other. They've only played once this season back on December 4th. And Providence took that in a 3-2 matchup. Vinny Letary leads the Bruins. Tanner... Elson, 
Elza, no, Elson, leads the Wolfpack with 19 points. 7 o'clock start there at the XL Center in Hartford. Up next, we go to, to Hershey, Pennsylvania for the rematch between the Springfield Thunderboys and the Hershey Bears. 7 o'clock start there at Giant Center. We go back to Canada as the Manitoba Moose travel to take on the Belleville Senators. Ooh, that's a lovely jersey matchup. Uh, the Moose have taken two out of three from the Belleville Senators this season. Last time playing just last week on January 7th. 7 o'clock start there. Actually, 7.05 there at the CAA. We go back to Allentown as the Syracuse Crunch travel down to take on the Lehigh Valley Phantoms. Hold on a second here. First time matchup between these two teams this season. Radish leads the Crunch. Ollie Lixill leads the Phantoms. 7.05 start there at the PPL Center at 7.05-ish. We go to Texas as the Milwaukee Admirals travel down to take on the Texas Stars. Let's see here. Milwaukee's taken both matchups this season, last time playing all the way back at the end of November. Luke Evangelista leads the Admirals with 29 points. God, I need to see a picture of that jersey. And Riley Barber, our boy, leads the Stars with 33 points. 7 o'clock start there at the HEB Center in Cedar Park, Texas. Hold on a second there, everyone. Trying to juggle a lot of things once at once as I do this. We go to California for the rematch between the San Diego Gulls and the Ontario Reign back at the Toyota Arena. 6 o'clock start there at the Toyota Arena. We go to the Tech CU Center as the Abbotsford Canucks travel to take on the San Jose Barracuda. Ooh, that's a bit of an interesting jersey matchup. The Canucks have taken both matchups this season, both up at Abbotsford Centre back in December. Uh, Christian Wallen leads the Canucks with 39 points, and Andrew Agazino leads the Barracuda with 26 6 o'clock start there at the Tech CU Arena. Notice a lot of arenas aren't doing 7 o'clock starts as we've been hitting the new year. We go back to the Budweiser Event Center for the rematch between the Rockford Ice Hogs and the Colorado Eagles. 7.05 start there at the Budweiser Event Center. And lastly, we go to the Mechanics Bank Arena ugh, for a dumpster dive of a matchup. Between the Tucson Roadrunners and the Bakersfield Condors. The Roadrunners have taken both matchups this season of a score of 5-3 all the way back in October. Michael Carcone leads the Roadrunners and Seth Griffith leads the Condors with 27 points. Michael Carcone actually with 48 points. Go on, son. Go on. Brush that hair. 7 o'clock start. There at Mechanics Bank Arena. A hefty Saturday slate this time of year. We go to Sunday and... Okay, phone load. Thank you. And, uh, ooh, light matchups. We go to Providence for the rematch between the Hartford Wolfpack and the Providence Bruins. 305 start there at Amca Mutual Pavilion. 
We go back to Mr. Bojangles Coliseum for the rematch between the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins and the Charlotte Checkers. Four o'clock start there at the Coliseum. We go back to the Tech CU for the rematch between the Abbotsford Canucks and the San Jose Barracuda. One o'clock start. That would be... Carry the one. That's a 10 o'clock Eastern start between the San Jose Barracuda and the Abbotsford Canucks. One o'clock start there in San Jose. And lastly, we go to Texas for the rematch between the Milwaukee Admirals and the Texas Stars. Five o'clock start there at HEB Center at Cedar Park. Okay, that does it for the rundown. It's time to get some picks in. Let me just uh, bring some things up. And okay, let's start on Friday with the uh, with the Bears. Hmm, on a bit of a losing streak, and chemistry is thrown all out of whack. Springfield's good. Hmm, do I? Didn't really pay off last time, but do I go contrarian? Do I take Springfield? Hmm. God, this is this is a legit tough one. It feels like gambling. Or do I just take Hershey and go for the split? I hate to do it. I hate to do... I'm going Springfield. I'm going Springfield. Hershey's in a bit of a downturn. This, this feels like a game for Springfield. I, I know I shouldn't. I know I shouldn't. But my faith has been shaken a little bit. Just a little bit. Uh, Cleveland versus Belleville. Woof. I mean, woof. God, that's a rough matchup. Um... They haven't played each other in a while. Uh, Troy's been known to turn teams around this year. I'll take my faith in Troy one more time. The team seems to kind of turn it up this time of year. All right. Wild card pick. On a Friday, I can take anybody that I want. And, uh... Okay. Uh... Jesus. God. I, I... Actually, I'm going to go with Coachella. I'm going to go with Coachella Valley. They're at home. They're better taking on Bakersfield. Give me Coachella. Just, just I'm going to take them. I believe in the Fireblades. I believe in them. Get better jerseys. Um, let's see here. Do I take Providence on a Friday? They're taking on Utica. Do I take them? Yes. It's a Friday. Take Providence. Just, just, just take that and walk away. Okay, let's go to Saturday. And the Bears... Yep, I'm taking Springfield again and hoping for the 500. I th- honestly, I think the Bears are going to win, but um, it's hard. Picking split games are a harder is harder to do, and this will be a highly emotional night. But I'm just taking Springfield and going for the split. It's not like the Bears will lose both games at home this weekend. There's no way that'll happen. Will it? They wouldn't. Nah. Nah, that couldn't happen. All right, Saturday, Chicago versus Grand Rapids. Danny. Oh, God, this is a dumpster dive of a matchup. Ugh. Ugh. Give me Grand Rapids. Ugh. I hate to... I'm, if I were to bet on this, I'd just take a slimy $5 bill and just hand it to the sports book. Ugh. God, I hate it. All right. On, uh, let's see. I'm going to... T- uh, do I take Charlotte? This is a team had trouble against 
Hartford at home. Do I? No. 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 Give me Calgary. Give me Calgary in an early start. Yeah. I'm taking Calgary in an early start on a Saturday. Early start times have come home for me in the past. Took Providence then. So let's go to Sunday. And uh, no bears are mandatory is Milwaukee versus Texas. I ain't going against Riley Barber and the Texas Stars. Give me the Texas Stars. And the wild card pick. Ugh. Oh, God. Did I take Providence again? Did I just go with San Jose? Did, did San Jose and Abbotsford? Ugh. F it. Do, do I go with Abbotsford? I got to make a point. I got to. Or do I just take Providence and just call it eight? That's a three and three on Providence. That's a three on three divisional. Yeah. Go with Abbotsford. Go with Abbotsford. And we will see where we go from there. And that'll do it for the Friday face-off this week, every, everyone. Just as a programming note, there will be no Friday face-off next week, as I will be traveling as well. I'll be back at it the following, following week as we're getting closer and closer. We're at the halfway of the points season, everyone. Love and enjoy this hockey while it lasts. My name's Richard Blosser, and I'm out of here, and I'll see you at Giant Center on Saturday. Go Bears! And I'll catch you next time. Thank you for downloading this episode of the Grit and Barrett podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you are currently listening to. If you are listening on Apple or Google, please leave us a five-star review as it appeases our algorithm overlords. If you enjoyed this podcast, please check out the Hockey Podcast Network where there is a podcast for each and every NHL team. We also cover the American Hockey League. They have a podcast about college hockey and all the ins and outs of the hockey world. If you wish to know more about our parent club, please check out the official Caps Chirps podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network as they cover all things Washington Capitals. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Grit and Barrett P1 on Twitter. That's at Grit and Barrett P1 on Twitter. This podcast is dedicated to the memory of Patricia Blosser, who passed away on December 5th, 2020, to dementia and COVID. The show is also dedicated to all of the Hershey Bears' friends, fans, and family who lost their lives to cancer. Cancer sucks. Thank you once again for listening to the Grit and Barrett podcast, and go Bears. Go Bears!